to the Path to Leadership podcast, where we explore the secrets to building strong cultures and becoming exceptional leaders. As a leader, I know you're faced with challenges, whether it's shaping company culture, fostering professional development, or ensuring employee retention. Throughout this podcast, we will walk you through a deep dive into these topics and more, uncovering strategies and sharing stories of success. I'm Dr. Katie Irvin, the Culture Doctor. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Path to Leadership. We took a little break for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, and we are back. We've survived the first week in January and ready to go. Um, With me today, I have my girl, Jenna. Hey, Jenna. Hello, hello. How are you doing? The first Friday of the year. I know. I know. It's. I'm tired. (laughs) exhausted this year like the way the year has started makes me so happy and I say that in like the I am a complete nerd since like it is the fifth today is the first Friday like it's gonna be so easy like the first was a Monday it was like new year new month new me right (laughs) everybody's got that resolution going I feel like but uh it's so like satisfying as a complete a calendar nerd. I don't know if that's the right word, but I love it that it's the fifth. <laughs> I know. Well, and it's so funny because, you know, as we were talking about topics today and, you know, you had put something either on Instagram or LinkedIn or both about, you know, it's, it's Monday. It's the first, it's the first of the month, like no excuses. Um, <laughs> it's so perfect. It is. That's why I love it. It's so like, Hey, you know, you keep saying you're going to, I'm going to do it on the first. I'm going to do it on Monday. I'm going to do it when the new year starts. Well, that's all three of these things. So now which thing are you going to use as the excuse or are you going to do it? Right. Right. Well, and that's what I want to talk about today. Um, so one of my girlfriends sent me on new year's, um, day, a quote that says every year you make a resolution to change yourself this year, make a resolution to be yourself. Um, and I loved that quote. And then I thought about the conversations that we have at Catalyst, but the conversations you and I have, like, as we're talking about our own personal development or professional development, you know, for me, the, you know, journey to be healthy, all of those kind of things. It's like, you know, how do we do and be the best that we can be? And I think sometimes we make these big lofty, like, I'm going to do this massive thing. And then we, you know, get tired by the seventh. (laughs) <laughs> right. Isn't it, isn't your by your birthday typically that most people have not done their new year's resolutions, which is only the 16th of January. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Usually, you know, there's the, the science, I don't know who, you know, those people say that it takes 21 days to, you know, form a habit. Um, but you know, it's the one day or two days or three days that you skip that it's like, takes you all the way back to, to the drawing board. And so, you know, how do we make it more, you know, attainable than these like big lofty goals? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, we talked about the the authenticity piece of this, and I think that's, what's really the most important here. So I'm excited for today's topic. I'm excited to talk more about just how you change yourself and grow, but also still be you um, because you can't, can't try to completely change yourself in a year or even really change yourself at all. You are who you are, but you can be better versions of yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think it's so interesting in our leadership development programs, whether they're early career or senior leaders, what we find when people finish is you know what I didn't know, or, you know, that massive self-awareness light bulb moment. And then we see people that are like, I'm so sorry, I should have done better. And it's like, well, but you didn't know. So what are you apologizing for? Yeah. I think, you know, the, when you know better, you do better is a huge piece of it. But I think what I usually hear from anybody in our leaders cohorts, whether it be, you know, our actual leaders Institute or from the internal uh, corporate leaders, they always say like, you gave me time for reflection. And I'm like, you guys, I am not the only person who holds the keys to reflection. Like you can do this anytime you, you know, and and I feel like that's a big um, New Year's resolutions for a lot of people is to spend more time with themselves or get to know themselves. But I really feel like getting to know who you are, whether that be through leadership development or journaling or meditation or working out or whatever it is, just spending time with you is a huge way to be able to really level yourself up because if you don't know who you are or you know what's important to you you can't change or grow. Yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting because one of the first steps that we have leaders do is a personal SWOT analysis. Like who are you and then who do you want to be? Kind of thing. And I think so often we skip over that who are we and we just focus on who we want to be and not necessarily even the why but you know behind who we want to be. It's just like, oh, I want that fancy title because that's a fancy title. And it's like, but what does that title give or do for you? Yeah. That's something I posted, you know, on um, the 1st of January, it's everybody's gung-ho, everybody's motivated on the 1st of January. And like you said, by the 5th, we're like, yeah, well, maybe, but if you know why, like not the surface level, why, and I think the the thing I used was that um, I like to travel more. Like I want to travel. Okay. Well, why, why do you want to travel? Um, you know, for some people, it's that they get to learn and grow. For some people, it's that they just need a break from life. Like there's a deeper why in there. And if you don't know the actual why, you can't intrinsically motivate yourself, right? Like the biggest New Year's resolution is to be healthy. Okay. Well, why do you want to be healthy? And be honest with yourself. Like, is it because you're tired of people not respecting you because they look at you in a certain way? Great. That's wonderful motivation. Is it because you have grandkids that you want to be able to play with and spend time with? Awesome. Is it because you have a family illness that you know is looming over your head and you want to be able to like not be the one that falls to that? Know the real reason, not just because I want to be healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think kind of back to the quote is so often we do things because we think we should or to keep up with the Joneses, whoever the Joneses are, and they're probably not even really the Joneses. It's they're putting on a social media presence, but, um, (laughs) you know, why, what does that mean? And are we doing it because we authentically want to do it? Or are we doing it because we want to fit in? Because society tells us we're supposed to want, right? Like, do you want the fancy clothes and the fancy car and the, this or that? Like, I feel like one of the ones that's happening right now is really like, do I, you want to own a house? Like, yeah. So many people right now are like, oh, I'm going to buy a house. Like, do you want a house? Do you want to own a home? Like, why do you want to own a home? Like for us right now, there is no reason to not have this small apartment because we like to travel, which means I can leave an apartment that is, you know, two bedrooms and somebody else takes care of and there's heat fluctuating and there's a management team to call versus if I leave for an extended period of time and I have a house to take care of, I have to have somebody go check on it and it's just not worth it. So not letting that societal pressure get you is a, a big piece, I feel like. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's funny. I was just talking to um, a leader recently and, you know, he was making assumptions of what his team wants and, you know, well, I know they all want to sit in my chair as the president. And I'm like, not everyone wants to be president. Like not everybody wants that stress, pressure, job cadence, whatever, whatever it is. And so, you know, giving ourselves grace too, like not everyone wants to be insert whatever here. Yeah. So I think one of the, you know, we started this with thinking about like, how do we actually set ourselves up to be authentically ourselves? And I think one of the biggest topics is having the difficult discussions. Is that a difficult discussion with your team? Is that a difficult discussion with your partner? Is that a difficult discussion with yourself and figuring out like, why am I motivated to do this? Um, Is it something I actually want? And then having a little bit of tenacity and breaking it down into to steps to actually do that because you can't do 365% better in one day, but you can do 1% better every single day and then let the long game be your friend. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I will add in there, you know, define, define success for yourself. You know, what is, what is a, you know, successful weight loss journey look like? What is a successful professional or personal development journey look like for you? Like what, what is that outcome? And it's okay if the outcome is different than what someone else would define as a success, even if it's your mom or your dad or whatever. Like my mom would always be like, you need to go in and ask for this title. You need to go ask for this title. And it's like, title doesn't define me. Access, opportunity, impact define me. And so for yeah. some people, title does define them and that's that's okay. But what does success look like for you? Yeah, I agree. It's knowing what success looks like is a, a big piece. I mean, that's, that's common sense, right? Like that's, that's what we refer to as common sense. So many of us don't have common sense because we never talk about it. Like if I say to Katie, like, I want to be a successful COO, she doesn't know what that means in my head. Does that mean you make a million dollars a year? Does that mean you have a lot of business? Like what's the difference here? Um, and until you actually have those conversations, whether those be personal or professional, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And so we know that Emma loves to assign homework. Emma can't be with us today because she is literally rock starring it out in Nashville. I wish we were there with her. Um, but you know, the, the homework she would assign here, I feel like is, you know, having people pause and do that reflection, you know, and, finding what works for you. Is it journaling? Is it, you know, having conversations with a coach, a mentor, an advisor, something like that, but really doing that hard reflection. It's okay that you said what you were going to do on the first, but you know what? My birthday is January 16th. So it's a rebirth for everybody too. We can all celebrate January 16th. So, um, you know, if you need to reset, reset, it's, it it doesn't require you to do it on the first or on Monday or the first of the month. We can reset anytime. No. And I think that's one of the things that I always have to reiterate to people. Like when people come to me with fitness and they're like, Hey, help me with this. I'm like, you cannot mess this up. They're like, well, I went out one weekend and I ate really bad and I did this and that. And I'm like, okay, jump back on. And they're like, but I did. And I'm like, okay. Like you don't have to wait till Monday, the first, the new year, a new month, whatever it is to hop back in, like you can be like, you know what? I took a break. Great. Um, a really great example is you guys know, I read all the time. That's what I'm always doing. I have had the same book. I had to go back and look. Um, and it's still sitting over here on my coffee table. 
I have been reading the same book since October. And I'm like, man, I am not getting through that one clearly, right? But I've also listened to two Harry Potter books because my brain just needed a break. I just needed time away. And so like my identity is not I'm a reader. It's I enjoy growing. And so if I need to take a break from it, wonderful. But you don't have to feel like you're an imposter because you didn't consistently do it every single day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, as we're going to wrap up, we we talked about keeping this short and sweet, but um, it, it, which is hard for us because you and I could talk about this kind of stuff for literally days because we love it so much. But um, one of the other things that I just want to remind people is something you say all the time. And I say it to my coaching clients all the time is your brain's made to keep you alive, not happy. So can you talk about that, especially when we talk about our goals and setting ourselves up for success? Yeah, I think um, this just comes from years of being a health nerd and loving um, the way that our bodies work and loving neurobiology. And uh, and I say nerd with a total affection because I just enjoy learning. Um, but when you look at what our brains and bodies really are made for, it's to keep us alive. That is its main objective so that we can procreate and continue the world um, and continue the species of human beings. Um, but it's not made to keep you happy. Um, and so in an example of this is when you set goals, if they make you uncomfortable, especially if it's because you're stepping out of your normal, because maybe you're doing something that isn't in your normal in-group, like if you're somebody who decided you want to be healthy in 2024 and your group is some group that maybe goes out every weekend and drinks a lot, and is hungover and eats bad food, you're not going to fit into that group. And it's going to feel bad because survival is being here, right? Yeah. And so um, really just making sure that you know it's going to feel bad and it's going to be really hard because your brain is saying, mm, that's not right. You're not going to survive if you leave the group. You can't survive without those people. So come back here. Um, and just knowing that it's going to get harder before it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I and And, you know, change is hard, do hard things. We can, we can do hard things. Our, our body, our brains can do it. It just is going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. One thing I thought about while, while we were talking before this is, um, a really good way to help yourself is to more of set intentions instead of goals for the year. Goals are great. Don't get me wrong. Like I love setting like specific, measurable, smart goals, um, but how do you want to feel as you go through the year? And then if something comes up, you can check in and say, Hey, does this still give me that feeling? Am I still working towards a different way of moving, being whatever that might be? And I just had to slightly pivot, had to adapt because adaptability is, you know, one of the hardest things to teach. But when you're like, Hey, that goal didn't work. Let's change that goal. Didn't work. Let's change to still get towards an intention is a little easier on your brain than goal setting. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And, you know, I encourage people that, you know, success and failure is what you define it to be, you know, how things work is, you know, for you to decide, um, there's so many books that we talk about. One of our favorite books is Everything is Figure Outable um, by um, Marie Forleo. Yeah. So, you know, as you're as you're thinking about what success and failure looks like, that is such a great book. There's a workbook attached to it um, that you can get. And so, 
do that for yourself. Like for me, that's the gift I think that everyone can give to themselves this year is being their authentic true self, you know, and, and making themselves maybe not happy, but satisfied by the end of the year. Can you look back and say, I am better because of the year that I had? Yeah. I love that. And it's just, it's the little things. It's the day-to-day activities. It's the 10 minutes. It's the the things that you're like, oh, I could sit on the couch and not do this, but I'm going to get up and do it. Um, that really will make the difference. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, and um, because we surround ourselves with people that make us better and um, encourage us to be better, uh, it's. I'm so thankful for you and Emma because we all grow because of each other and get better and challenge each other and push each other. So um, thanks for joining me today. Thank you everyone for joining us. Um, any last thoughts before I say goodbye to everyone? No, absolutely not. Thanks for having me come on real quick. It's a fun one when we get to do the short ones sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just need a little, like, here's a little bite. We'll, we'll have a longer conversation later. So, um, everyone have an awesome week. If you are, um, this will come out on the eighth. And so if you're like, oh my gosh, yep. I didn't make it through the first week. Who cares? That's all right. Reset. Start again. Uh, yep. Pivot yep. and change. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, all right. We will talk to everyone soon. Thanks for joining us. I locked up just at the right time. Oh. Okay. Are you there? Perfect. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Path to Leadership. I hope you found value in today's discussion and that it inspires you to take action in your own leadership journey. Leadership is not a destination. It's a continuous journey. So take the insights and strategies we've shared today and apply them in your organization. I know that you can make a positive impact, raise profits, and create a workplace where everyone can flourish. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an opportunity to sharpen your leadership skills. And if you have any questions or suggestions for future topics, I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me on our website at cdleaders.com. Connect with us on social media, on Instagram at Catalyst Developments. And I'm on LinkedIn at Dr. Katie Irvin. Thank you for joining me on this journey of growth and transformation. Until next time, keep leading with passion, purpose, and a commitment to building exceptional culture. Together, we can shape the future of leadership.